Welcome to The Soul Connection, an exploration of the interconnectivity between our social influencers, physical and emotional well-being, with a spark of spirituality. Please welcome your host, The Soul Doctor, Dr. Christiane Lefferts, known as Dr. K. Welcome to The Soul Connection. This week we want to shout out a big reminder to our friends over at Frank's Speech that you should take a look at Brother Mike's products over there. He has such a great lineup. He's been a patriot. We had a segment last week on his symposium that he ran out of Springfield, Missouri, and it was a moment of truth summit. And if you haven't heard that episode last week, Jeff Zink from Arizona does a fantastic recap and discussion of why it really is so important to every single person. So check out Brother Mike's products over at MyPillow and remember to use promo code SOUL, S-O-U-L, when you're looking through all of his premium products. And I know for a fact I've used his products. They are phenomenal. They're top rate and his coffee even is phenomenal. So moving forward with this week, we have a wonderful guest who has just a phenomenal insight on a big epidemic that has been plaguing school children throughout the country. Uh, This epidemic is called autism. And we are going to talk today with an author of a book called Resilient Brain. And this man has a personal insight and a personal story to share with the struggle within his own very own family. He's been a pharmacist. He is qualified to talk about this subject. And I welcome him to the show today, David Rivas. Thank yep. you for joining us from Orlando. And please share your story, share your testimonial and you know the struggles that you've had and how you've handled them and how this book came about. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Christy, for the opportunity, uh, you know, of being here. And it is a remarkable story of I married uh, my wife, my wife Jessica. My name is uh, David, and my wife was pregnant with twins, a boy and a girl, and we were so happy, you know, and grateful for the opportunity, you know, uh, like God gave us, you know. And but my son David Jonathan came with a special package called severe autism, and it was, you know, an extreme case. Uh, he was quite aggressive. He was hitting his head to the floor, biting other people, uh, running out of control in the parking lot. And, you know, as pharmacists, uh, you know, me and my wife, we were both, you know, we knew that the treatment for autism were quite limited. And, we, you know, as a parent, I was devastated. You know, I had dreams of playing basketball with my son, you know, sharing all the, all, you know, everything that I do with my son, you know, and I, and I knew at that time, I said, oh my God, you know, it's going to be quite difficult, you know, and I, I saw my dreams like just get shattered, you know, and, and we try, you know, uh, you know, we try medications, you know, but it was quite difficult to get improvement, you know, it was unsuccessful with my son. And can you imagine, you know, I, uh, we were trapped at a home, me and my wife, you know, if, if I was going to the restaurant, my wife has to stay home with my son or the other way around. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine being, it, it was like being in jail. Oh, wow. You know, uh, so if that was part of our, our beginning, you know, and, and, and we start looking for other options uh, to get him better. And if you, uh, and after that, then we start thinking, hmm, how can, you know, what can we do? And all of a sudden, the idea of getting food and nutrition to support his brain was like the next step. Mm-hmm. And very curious happened because we went to a doctor after going to several doctors. And we found a doctor that, that uh, he was really into autism. Mm-hmm. He knew about all the different concepts, all the different systems that are connected to the brain, like the gut, you know, and, and other areas that are connected to the brain. And when he told me about it, oh, I think, you know, he got issues with the gut. I was like, whoa, you know, I have never heard about that one, you know, in school. I'm a pharmacist, so I was, I was like, wow, you know, just tell me about it. You know, and, and you wonder, well, why he knew about that? Well, he had two sons with autism. So, you know, that, that taught me a lesson. 
that, you know, for somebody to go, you know, above and beyond, <laughs> You know, you must have, you know, you must have somebody in your family, you know, you know, that, that can really, you know, be affected, you know, uh, with autism. And then you will, you will always look for other solutions, right. you know, and, and yes, and we start, you know, uh, a treatment, you know, because his gut was out of control. And instead of you, of using like medication for, uh, for schizophrenia, we start using probiotics and also a couple of antibiotics that work in the gut, you know, to help to relieve, you know, you know, those imbalances of gut bacteria. And when we start doing that in two weeks, my son always had like diarrhea. Hmm. In, in two weeks, the diarrhea was gone. And all of a sudden, it was calm. You it know, was from calm. Being, from being super hyperactive, out of control, mm -hmm. it was calm. And, and me and my wife, we were looking at, at each other. We have, I have never seen something like that without the use of psychiatric medication. Right. So affected the gut can improve the brain. And I was the first start, you know, of you know of the treatment. I was like in shock, like, like wow, how many people can be affected, you know, in the gut and you know, and they're not, you know, you know, approaching, you know, uh this disease in the right way. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm actually writing that quote down from you <laughs> right now because yep. that's really good, affecting mm -hmm. the gut. You know, yes. uh, in my book, I have quoted a number of different people that have written books that are public figures uh, because in my 52-week devotion, it's a week devo weekly devotional that's coming out. I want people to be able to see and connect. Uh, with experts at the end of each excerpt because one week might be really extremely relevant to somebody's life more so than another week and by putting those quotes in those in the book then they can look you up and you know yep. perhaps get a copy of your book exactly, too because yep. honestly this is a point in time where people just really have to help people Yep. And I invited you on the show. I saw your book cover, and I knew right away that um, there was a connection. Yeah. And there are more people struggling with brain issues today. Mm -hmm. It's chronic in our school system. People yeah. don't know where it's coming from. The explosion from 1980 forward is off the charts. It primarily hits males. Mm -hmm. more than yeah. females not that females yeah. are exempt yeah. but yeah. it is more prevalent in male yeah. children and now statistically one in 33 kids are facing mm -hmm. this and in 1980 i mean it was almost non-existent yeah and so I can... there's something seriously going wrong in our yeah. culture for this to be well, such a problem yeah uh you know that's true but you know let me uh, finish, you know, with my son now, you know, uh, we have been doing this for years, improving his nutrition, adding nutrients that are missing, like deficiencies, you know, that are not being approached in autism and dealing with the different imbalances. And now my son from a severe autism, uh, he's, you know, he's playing basketball, he's playing multiple sports, swimming, uh, doing great in school. He, he had a year that he was in the honor roll Last year, he was he had the top GPA in math in his classroom. Wow! You know, and and you know, and we were playing basketball together. I'm a basketball coach for like uh, for, uh, for the Special Olympics. So, you know, I had my dream back. Mm -hmm. You know, I was missing that, but but look at it. You know, I had you know all that I was. You know, all that I had dreamed. You know, everything came back and even better, mm -hmm. even better because you know we were made with a resilient brain. You know, like the brain is resilient. It's a marvelous you know, organ, but it requires nutrients. It's like a car engine, you know, a car engine, you cannot just add like water and just keep running. You know, it is to be well oiled, it needs sufficient amount, you know, and also uh, uh, it cannot run in like water. And when in these kids, you know, they got their, uh, all the brain are like deprived of nutrients. It's like a brain, that is really begging you for nutrients. Mm -hmm. And once you start the process, the brain just like starting on and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, things can happen. You know, it takes time. It's not like a medication that is gonna be like, you know, 
oh, in one month you're going to see the difference. No, it takes time and it commitment. Does. It, it does. takes time and commitment. It's not like a, it's not like a few months approach. You know, it takes commitment from parents and the whole team. You know, uh, behavior therapist. That was a huge help for my son. You know, and but once you start, you know, like the right right approach, adding food and nutrition as a critical step, things just start moving up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now that is fantastic. I actually interviewed uh, doctors out in. Arizona this spring and one I'm trying to remember which one it was I think it was uh, Dr. Hanish over in Cave Creek Arizona she's done a lot of work with uh, autistic individuals Mm -hmm. and she did find a link and I know she had said it on the show to vitamin D yes big time big time it is you know that you know uh, sometimes you know a biscuit are completely depleted of vitamin D also, uh, remind me uh, to talk about vitamin A because both work together, and you know, and vitamin A and vitamin D. But vitamin D is completely depleted in children with autism, and the issue with that is like sometimes practitioners may try like psychiatric drugs mm-hmm. or antidepressants, you know, to increase serotonin in the brain, you know, to to help with good mood, you know, and not being you know aggressive and all of that. The issue is that if you want to manufacture serotonin, you need vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So if you are low in vitamin D, like kids with autism, they are not going to be able to in, to increase like the production of serotonin, and that's why they're going to have mood issues. And there is research that when you add vitamin D for three months at a very good dose, not a very not a low dose. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then you start seeing good effects, you know, and eighty percent of kids got better behavior after supplementing with vitamin D for three months. But you need to monitor blood levels of vitamin D. That's crucial. And I mentioned in the book, levels in the body above forty, above forty are required for optimal brain function. Vitamin D with optimal levels above forty. If you got less than that, levels of are good for the bones you know like for bone health you want vitamin D to be above 30 that's the normal but for adequate brain function you want levels above 40 even people with Alzheimer's you want levels above 50 so you know uh, very critical very critical for uh, for, uh, for brain function but also you're gonna need uh, vitamin A because vitamin A works together with vitamin D to decrease inflammation and with inflammation is Another area that is out of balance in children with autism and vitamin D is a key player in regulating inflammation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And inflammation, honestly, is one of those core root causes for almost every disease under the sun, whether it's cancer, depression. It mm-hmm. it shows up over and over. It attacks the immune system and our ability for body to to actually defend. Yep. Yeah. I- Absolutely, yeah. It's mm-hmm. key for the immune system, key for the gut. You know, uh, sometimes, uh, for example, in my journey, uh, we like, you know, helping my son with his gut issues. We were trying different antibiotics and it worked, but sometimes the bacteria comes back. You know, you get like a uh, uh, like a reoccurring of the of the gut infection. But I was asking, but why is that? Well, if you think about it, for example, vitamin D is required for gut health. Vitamin A is also required for gut health. You know, these are key nutrients for gut health, also omega-3. So if you're low in this, in this like three nutrients, it's, you know, after, you know, getting rid of the bacteria and adding probiotics, but if you don't keep, you know, the system in good shape, you know, it's like a garden. You have to cultivate a garden to have a healthy garden. Mm-hmm. You have to cultivate, so you have to improve the gut make sure that you you got good levels of these nutrients you know and then you know you know this bacteria will not come back or you know you know you will have you know a better gut you know and that was key you know for my tongue is because if not you just keep treating with you know high dose you know probiotics and sometimes like antibiotics just to get rid of the bad bacteria but it may come back if your gut is not healthy so that's why you know improving the gut is Key, but you need healthy amount of nutrients at the right dosing and eating healthy. That's all. 
that's another you know that you know that's very important because eating the incorrect food we just increase inflammation and increase the bad bacteria and then we're going to run into trouble with autism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is really uh difficult right now in the fast-paced american lifestyle with people trying to drug juggle homes and children and schedules and uh it, it's almost unavoidable mm-hmm. to completely avoid pre-made meals to completely avoid uh some of these crutches for time mm-hmm. that you know, the families are kind of forced to make. So some of the supplementation suggestions we're talking about today are almost mandatory for the American diet because uh, we're not getting it mm-hmm. in total. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, for example, uh, we, we talk about like vitamin D. Vitamin D, if you, if you try to get vitamin D with just a diet, that's not be quite difficult because, uh, you know, food contains very little vitamin D, you know, so if, you know, when we're talking about that, you want healthy levels, levels above 40, you know, in the blood with diet, it's going to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. And everybody uses also uh, like some blood. So getting healthy vitamin D with some, you know, with some exposure, you know, be another challenge because most, most people are indoor. And if they go out, they're going to use sunblock. So, you know, the production of vitamin D by sunlight is going to be quite low. So right. definitely you need uh, supplementation. So uh, I always, you know, uh, recommend that you check with your doctor if that, you know, that, you know, and check your level, blood level of vitamin D. But yes, uh, right now, you know, maybe 20 years ago, you can say that, you know, you just need a healthy diet. But right now, with the amount of toxins that are, you know, in the environment and the incredible stress that is going on in society, you need to supplement. You need to have a strategy to have a healthy brain function. That's, you know, for me, that's required. Mm-hmm, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I do it myself. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I do too. Mm-hmm. And a couple side notes on the whole vitamin D discussion. Um, when they had done some COVID research, they found that the people in the South weren't contracting it as much as the people in the North. And people in the South naturally make more vitamin D because mm-hmm. we're subject, even though, you know, Americans in general are used to air conditioning and being indoors, but we do get out more mm-hmm. and we do receive more intense sunlight. So we are making more vitamin D which is required for our immune system. And, um, you know, we, we had talked about the whole sleep element and I, I put together a program, an educational program, um, and it's being released. But one of the things that I, I talk about in this educational model is that sleep deprivation is actually a torture that they use. Mm-hmm. And, so if you have any type of mood problems and sleep problems, you really yeah. need to address that. And to yeah. address sleep, you need to make sure one of the components is that you have enough serotonin. Mm-hmm. But if you're not making enough serotonin, you don't have enough melatonin, mm-hmm. um, you better start looking at the key elements. Are you getting your omegas? Yeah. Are you getting your vitamin Ds? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the key components, because if you right. don't start there at the root and right. just mask it with sleeping pills, eventually you're just, you're going to start being very frazzled because you're not going to get that deep, natural sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. going to be a root cause for more anxiety, more depression. And when you're, if you have children that are already dealing with, something like autism you don't want more aggravators yes you're completely right you know and i agree with you you know uh, completely and and sleep is an act of detoxification so the body like the brain actually gets rid of toxins when you're sleeping so if you're having you know like a few hours of sleep that just really uh, you know a bad thing for your brain so it's very important to have adequate sleep. You know, that's, that's the way that the brain gets rid of toxins. So it is, it is crucial to have, you know, a good sleep for, you know, for you to be able to concentrate and be less toxic. 
that's a very a very good point that's a very good point yes yeah, so thank you for you know yeah well i mean this is phenomenal information people need to wake up and realize some of these things because we've been in this culture where it's just pop a pill fix this pop a pill mm -hmm. fix that now you are a pharmacist mm -hmm. and so i'm sure you've seen a lot of people that start popping a pill for one thing and then yep. they come back and now they have another issue because mm -hmm. it's, it's a core they're not addressing yeah. the core exactly yeah and uh, you got the point completely you know i was you know since i started you know uh when i was uh, you know early in my career I, I was like wait a minute you know they start with a low dose of this medication but then they continue with the next one or you know a higher dose and then they start for example like blood, like blood pressure they start with one with one medication and then you know the average you know finish with four or five mm -hmm. so you know so so we are not we have to uh, be aware that medications can help you you know like in like the short term you know for example if you got like high blood pressure okay it can cut down like the blood pressure but you need to do something about it and you need to change your lifestyle you know like food and nutrition uh, you know and also help with, with like vitamin deficiencies these are all crucial steps for mm -hmm. you to take control of your health. So don't expect a medication to do a miracle that you know that you have to do. Yes. So, you know, so you, you have, have to, to be help. a miracle. Yep, you have to be the miracle that you want to see. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't and, uh, just sit back, pop a pill, and expect yeah, and to, to everything to just fix itself. You have to engage. Yep, and don't blame the genes. That's one of the things that I, you know, that, you know, blaming the genes, that's not, you know, it doesn't work for, you know, for most disease and even in autism, you know, and just, you know, maybe 20%, 30% are the genes. You got 70% that is just lifestyle, environmental. Mm. So, you know, so, so it's going to be a very good idea to change the environment, you know, changing, you know, what you eat and, and replenishing, you know, what is deficient and you can do very good things if you do that no that's a great point because i'm assuming you've had nobody in your genetic past you mm -hmm. or your wife that had autism oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah. I, I don't have you know any any relatives so that's why you know you know for me it was like a really something that I, I was like oh no you know i'm not gonna live i'm gonna let my son live a life like this you know i remember a time when he was out of control and I, you know, I was trying to grab him because he was like completely out, you know, like running away, you know, and, and that's very dangerous, especially if you're in the parking lot, you know, and when I look at him, I just felt in my heart that he was trapped. You know, it's like looking mm -hmm. at somebody that is trapped, you know, and they was like begging me for help. Mm -hmm. And when I look at him, I just felt in my heart that I had to do something about it, you know, and I feel like, you know, like kids with an adult with autism, it's, you know, it's like that. It's like, you know, there, you know, sadly, you know, his, you know, his, uh, his body is not working properly, but there are things that you can do. You know, I see autism not as a brain disease. I see autism as a total body disease that affects the brain. Mm, good point. So I don't see it. I don't see autism as a brain disease. I see autism as a total body disease that affects the brain. The brain is like a side effect. Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, if you improve the other area, you know, like the gut, you know, multiple deficiencies, all of that, then the brain starts to heal. So I think it's a big point for, you know, don't look at them, you know, like being psychiatric patient. Okay, you know, that, that's a, just a diagnosis. And if you go to the diagnosis, you know, there is nothing about the biology. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you look at the, at the diagnosis of 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 like autism, everything is behavior, but they don't address like the biology. But but yeah, uh, you know, you have to look at autism as a total body disease that affects the brain. That is phenomenal. I think that's honestly going to help a lot of people. I'm actually looking right now in my office at a brain scan <laughs> across the wall of autism, seeing how many areas are are lit up in the brain, mm -hmm. and. Um, and it's really quite amazing that there's so many hot spots where the brain is actually working overtime. It's it's stuck. It's mm -hmm. stuck. And like with any brain functionality, there's either you stimulate, focus, or calm a brain. 
Those are yep. kind of the, the, the functions of working with neurotransmitters. And the, the autistic brain is overworking. It's hot. Mm-hmm. It's got all of these areas that are over-engaged from the focus center to the anger center. I'm, I'm just looking at it right now to the mm-hmm. even the, the basal ganglia, the, the um, anxiety and panic centers. And so it is crucial to calm this brain down. Yep. And so I'm talking about this in a from a biology standpoint because mm-hmm. when we're talking about nutrients and you know people go, sometimes they'll just go oh poo poo I've heard all this before mm-hmm. but I am actually looking right now at the pictures of the brain that are posted on the wall and these conditions they need to be calmed. And the only way you can really calm them down naturally is by increasing your serotonin and the neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. that are missing. And you can't increase those without adjusting what's wrong in the body that's blocking the natural production of it. Either it's like putting gas in a car. Either there's not enough gas going in for Mm -hmm. the car to run, such as your your, um, support for the neurotransmitters, the vitamin Mm -hmm. D, um, I love what you said about getting to the gut, cleaning that out, yeah. um, because that is being that is such a crucial part of the picture as well. Because things like turkey, for example, they have L-tryptophan in it, and mm-hmm. that actually gets synthesized in the gut so that the brain can use it. But if you're all clogged up in your gut with the wrong bacteria, um, a lot of Americans complain about constipation and mm-hmm. the, the stuff isn't getting through. Yep. You're not even breaking things down for the gut to make the, the key components to go up into the brain. And, you know, everybody's experienced at one point in time, we call it a turkey hangover, which mm-hmm. is excess amount of this chemical coming into our system, especially when you're not used to that much. But nonetheless, you know, I'm using that as a, a hyper example mm-hmm. of the premise of this key component coming up and calming the brain. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can't, if your gut can't break it apart and it's missing things crucial like vitamin A, these are how all of these things that we've just talked about connect to the biology. Yep. And what's happened in our traditional medical community is that people's bodies have been parceled for billing purposes and for people with that are in the system that are specializing in one thing or another and it's more of a model of a car okay your brakes are squeaking you go in and get the car changed the brakes changed right and you can change out those brakes and bill for those brakes because they're an independent thing from the motor that's not the human body i'm Mm -hmm. sorry that might be a great billing model for your car but that is a terrible model that has made its way into medicine for the purpose of business and specialties (laughs) yeah and people don't understand that and you know and i'm not trying to shoot everybody in the system but people in the system need to wake up a bit and say, okay, there are root causes because mm-hmm. so many people are suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And just throwing pills at it isn't, isn't yeah. really working. Yeah, and, and even this medication, for example, in uh, talking about autism, even uh, some psychotic medication that they use uh, may increase the incidence of diabetes and, and weight gain. So these mm-hmm. kids, you know, starting very, very young, like two or three years old, may get obese oh, or wow. may get, you know, so that will increase more inflammation in the body that will, you know, affect, you know, other areas, you know. And so, you know, there are other issues that are, that are going on that, you know, before you start with something extreme, you know, how about something simple that's improving, like, you know, what they eat, <laughs> yes. or, you know, and some people may just, oh, no, no, but my son, uh, he's quite picky, so that's why he cannot eat healthy. Well, let me tell you something about that. What I have researched is like when, like the 
extreme pickiness present in autism is quite related to the to the amount of deficiency that you may have of nutrients. Mm, we just lost you. Oh, okay. There you go. Now you're back. Okay. Uh, after you said about the nutrients being deficient, yes. you, you yes. went yes. blank. Like the, exactly. So like that relationship, you know, that sometimes people, you know, might say that, uh, that he doesn't eat healthy because he's quite, he's extremely picky with mm-hmm. the food. But, you know, what I found out is like when you supply the body with healthy nutrients, then they will start to, that extreme pickiness will start to, to be reduced, you know, and I was, you know, and when I look at research, that's what is going on, you know, so ex- extreme deficiency of nutrients will increase the pickiness. Ah. So they, so they are not going to be able to try new foods if they're quite deficient of nutrients. So you have to start, well, you know, wh- what do you want to do? Which one came first? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's a very good question. So like, no, 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 he cannot try healthy food because uh, he's very picky. But the issue is that if you allow that, you know, that deficiency to be present and just keep it there, it's, it's not going to get better. You know, like, like, you know, like, like the pickiness, you know, will stay there and it's going to be really really hard so that, that's why you have to work with the therapist and also improve nutrition and they can both work together it's mm. not one or the other mm-hmm. you know we, we can do both right and, and what people don't understand is this can be one of the manifestations autism but mm-hmm. on a much less extreme level it can really either damage the emotional iq of a child mm-hmm. by letting things just fester and that really torments them long term. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, it's going to be something that moves with them into adulthood. I, I would say, you know, even as a, a contention of self-sabotaging them. Yeah. And it all started just because they have a nutrition problem. Yeah. You know, and I just want to run just a quick statistic on this. You know, like in children with autism, there is like 91% uh, gut issues. So there is the incidence is 91% of gut issues, either constipation, diarrhea, or a mixture of both. So definitely gut issues, that's one of the biggest ones. And then the mitochondria, you know, having issues with mitochondria, up to 80% can have, you know, uh, mitochondrial dysfunction or issues with mitochondria. So, it, you know, that's very prominent in them. And the issue with inflammation is huge. If, you know, I can tell you, it, they did a, a, a clinical trial to measure, you know, how big was the inflammation in people with autism. And they measured the CRP, uh, C-reactive protein. It's an indicator of inflammation. Okay, say that one more time. Yeah, the, the C-reactive protein is an indicator of the body inflammation. And they measured that in children with autism. And normal levels are, are one to three normal levels. You know, in you know, in, in people, and uh, you know, without any inflammation issues, in in the typical children, that means children without autism, the level was 1.3. When you look at children with autism, the average of all children with autism was 540. Say it one more time. So normal levels in you know, in children without autism. The, non, the control level was 1.3, so that means normal, because 1 to 3 are normal. But children with autism, the level, it was 540. All That's right, you heard major... that. So we got to really address this whole inflammation mm-hmm. thing, because I didn't realize, I mean, that is a phenomenal statistic. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And um, personally, um, I take turmeric. And... Mm-hmm. When I run out of turmeric, like I've been out for, oh gosh, about a month, I can start to feel it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because turmeric is a great anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the American diet, honestly, is a pro-inflammation problem. Exactly, yeah. Even Absolutely. if you think you're going out and you're eating good, you're if you're eating in a restaurant, you don't know exactly how they're cooking the meal. Mm-hmm. You don't um, know what exactly is in the dressing. Yep. You don't, I mean, even in, even when we're trying, but then add into it when you're really not trying because you're in a jam and you just got to get food in front of hungry faces, mm-hmm. you know, and here comes yep. the pizza, right? 
everybody does it seriously or or you know you're under the pressure you got to get home and everybody's barking because they're hungry and okay you swing through the pizza place grab it and throw it on there and it's like a bunch of piranhas hitting it right yep and you know let me tell you something about what we're talking about about inflammation they in the same study they added okay how is different the inflammation in in relation to being severely autistic or mild autistic. Let's measure the inflammation between you know these these two different groups, severe kids and mild kids with autism. And when they measure that same biomarker called feed uh, reactive protein, the uh, children with uh, severe autism, the level was 985. These were the severe kids. And the child with mild to moderate, it was 147, 147. Oh so that, my goodness. So you know that a kid is severe by the level of inflammation. And food can increase or decrease inflammation. So that means that what we eat can promote inflammation or it can decrease inflammation. So, you know, we got the power to help out and decrease inflammation. So that's it, you know. When I saw that clinical study, I was like, wow, you know, I can definitely have my son. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. That is phenomenal. I would love to post some of those studies that you've cited on our website for people. Um, yeah. It's just that we're both Christians, so I'm going to mm-hmm. yep. make this quote mm-hmm. because it is so true that people perish for oh, lack yeah. of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, they run to people that they think have studied, that have certificates, that have, you know, um, and granted these people, they are extremely brilliant. They've been put through the toughest classes, the the biggest, shall we say, organizations in America mm-hmm. yep. have, have put out specialists and... Yep. I think America, quite honestly, has the best trauma care in the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. However, preventative medicine exactly. is not yep. exist. It's exactly. just yep. not existent. Yeah. It's not existent. Yep. And then um, there's a concerted effort to quiet anybody that's holistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can't ig- ignore it. Yep. And so yeah. we, as a culture, have to start going, okay, you know what? We are not going to be part of the mob culture that just mm-hmm. calls people names, mm-hmm. quacks, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they move to work with God's solutions first mm-hmm. yep. that were given freely yeah. to all mankind, yep. and then the system second if that you know, doesn't seem to work. Let me let me add just a little bit of the Christian perspective. You know, yes, I was months you know, praying for my son, you know, for healing. Mm -hmm. I was praying, praying, praying. But then I felt, you know, in my heart, I said, no, you know, I want to do it to you. You know, so sometimes, you know, we're praying for things, but, you know, God will use you. You know, you're like a vessel, you know, and, you know, God wants to use to make things happen, you know, you know. Right, because what happened? You became now, because you answered the call, your test became a testimony. Your book Mm -hmm. is your testimony, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. And now you can give that instead of, you know, just, ta-da, everything's fixed in your life, right? (laughs) Now you have a testimony to give to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yep, and that that is what is important. And and right now, you know, uh, you know, even, you know, when we're talking about, you know, we got people from uh, from Italy that are getting, you know, help. I was able to, you know, to benefit even in other countries. Mm-hmm. And that happened because life used my biggest hurt to help others. You yes. know, and, that, and that's what, you know, that's what is going to happen with you. If you use, you know, your biggest issue and develop, you know, strategy and, and life will use you. Just, just be open. That's the whole point of, of having your test be becoming a testimony is learning how to overcome it mm-hmm. and then yes. being able to share it with others so that they can overcome it. Absolutely. You know, and, and I think that you can overcome, you know, there is always a solution for everything. You just have to keep looking 
and then the response will you know will come to you but you just have to keep your mind open be quiet you know and be you know be meditating be silent you know and the response will come but it just, it just you know we're so hyperactive so in so much movement and being uh, sometimes we are distracted with secondary activities you know like watching the like, social media and all and all of that you know and we're just distracted you know and and it's very difficult for the response to come if you're too distracted so you have to quiet down read books and you can see that the response is gonna come absolutely i i call it um stop talking at god and listen mm-hmm because yeah. he yeah. wants to he wants to talk to us not have mm -hmm. us just rambling at him nonstop. Yep. If if we had all the answers, then, you know, people would think that we don't need him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and we and... do <laughs> so terribly. Yeah. We do. You know, it's it's it. People can be their own worst enemy. Yep. So sometimes we have to, you know, I say that if it is great to be praying, but we have to move from the from the prayer room to the action room. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to okay, let's keep praying, but what do I have to do? You know, yeah, you have to action? participate. You have to be yeah. a willing participant. And I've ministered that many times to different people. You know, every time Jesus did a miracle, somebody had to do something, and it was usually uncomfortable. Now, mm -hmm. actually, in the Old and New Testament, you know, mm -hmm. um, when when we were supposed to, okay, well, let's look back at Jesus, and, and he's going to put saliva in somebody's eyes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, think yep. about what everybody watching was doing, exactly. right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. it didn't matter. And that man wanted his healing so badly, he allowed yep. him. He, he, he also laid hands on him. And so these are not to run around spitting in people's eyes. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that. <laughs> but, you know, also when um, the leper was healed, he had to, and he was a man of pride. He was a mm -hmm. man of stature. And he had to go dip seven times in the Jordan, which was a muddy river at that time. Exactly. And yeah. he can you imagine getting off of your horse getting down there and having in front of the entire entourage of people watching a man of stature mm -hmm. going disrobing in front of everybody and having yep. to do that what yep. is that that's, that's obedience yep you, you know, have to I... do it and it didn't make sense because after the first yep. time nothing happened after the second time nothing happened after the third time nothing happened after the fourth time, nothing happened. But he had to press through with what the instruction was, and he had to participate. Yep. The it's Jews weird. going around Jericho, another example. They had to be completely quiet until it was told to them to give a shout and a praise for the walls to come down. But they went seven times around yep. a whole city, completely quiet, no complaining, no questioning and and that's why i'm talking about sometimes we're our own worst enemy poo-pooing you know oh i tried that laying of hands and that uh -huh. didn't work and i you know and they're they're saying everything that didn't work instead of yep. stopping and listening to you know align themselves exactly I um I agree I agree I agree with you one hundred percent. You know that's it's required and for miracles if you know and God wants to do to miracles through you but you know you need to make sacrifices. You do. You need to you need to do you know you 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 need to have the willingness right. to make it happen because you know I remember like uh you know and I think this this was uh, it's called is is James Allen uh, James Allen that that he said that that most people are in desperate, you know, in a desperate situation, but they are unwilling to change themselves. And that's why they are, they're, uh, they're going to remain bound. Mm -hmm. Because most people, you know, are in a quiet desperation, but they are unwilling to change themselves. And that's why they're going to remain bound. 
So that's why it's important for you to be to be open for the possibility. And you're, you know, you're creative, you know, and life can use you if you open your mind and accept the challenges and just move into action. Yes, yes. Well, and sometimes he tells you to do things that you know it's really God if you can't make sense of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, it doesn't logically really fit into what you think you, that would be a path because yep. we are logical, you analytical know. creatures to our own faults sometimes. And you go, okay, shall I, yeah. do, is this you? You really want me to do this? And you follow and all of a sudden a path, mm. it's it's the obedience to follow you may have to shred your yep. your own notions, your own ideas, what other people may think, because usually when it's a God idea, mm-hmm. other people don't get it. Yeah. That's part yeah. of the test. You know, are you I gonna say, listen to them or are you gonna listen to me? Can I tell you something that you know that happened, you know, uh, to us, you know, uh, to my wife and I uh, you know, sometimes you have to pay a big price and we have to do sacrifices. You know, and we find the hard that uh, sometimes we have to downsize our house to make the sacrifice for your son. So you say, well, you know, I don't have the money. What, what, what can we do? Well, let's downsize. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we, you know, and we move, you know, from, from our big house because we want to do the sacrifice for our son. And at, at that time, we left the house. And I remember my daughter, you know, telling me about, about that. Why we are leaving the house? You know, I was living with my wife, you know, with my son, you know, and, and she was talking about why we are leaving the big house. And at that time, my, I didn't see anything about my son. There was no improvement. But I had faith. I had faith that something was going to happen, you know. And I said, you know, we are doing it because of your brother. He needs us right now. So, so we're going to do it. And you're going to see that things are going to get better. And at that time, we... We move from the house in faith without look, without looking at anything, no, you know, no improvement or anything. Mm-hmm. We move by faith. And now I'm cultivating what happened during this time. Mm. So yeah, but you have to make sacrifices. You do, you do. And that's that is one of the things I talk about in my book is is yeah, God honors sacrifice. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we just have to figure out what is getting, what we've planted in our own lives that needs to get out of the way. Yes, yes. Sometimes we got too much overhead. <laughs> yeah. and, and we need to, you know, to leave like the luggage. Because if, we, if you want a new destiny, let's say if I'm going to Hawaii, I don't need to bring like the, you know, for vacation, I don't need to bring like the professional suit all the heavy stuff. No, no, I just need to be prepared because I'm going to the beach to have a, a vacation. So you need to get the right stuff for your luggage. You know, and sometimes we got so many different stuff that we're carrying that it's making us slow and we are not doing what we are supposed to do. So we need to get rid of what we don't need for us to achieve new goals. Yes, that is a great word to depart with. I want to just bless you and your family. Yeah. Um, I, I pray that your son will continue to grow he Mm -hmm. will meet his divine destiny that he was built and commissioned to this earth to do he will not be misfired he will hit the target so will your entire family this test will be in a remarkable testimony for all of you i'm glad that you know i I was on that phone conference where i got to meet you (laughs) and i'm excited to meet your extended family as well um, I look forward to, in whatever way I can help you as well, get your message out. Uh, I, I definitely feel the Holy Spirit all over it. And um, and I know that there is a victory, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y, in your future. Amen. Yes, that's true. And when you discover that it's not about me, it's about others. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and just before we go, I... I was, you know, at a, at, a, at a meeting, and I remember a mother that she was, she looked at me, I said, and he said, and his son was quite severe, and she told me, what he's gonna do when I die? What he's gonna do when I die? And when she told me that, that just that phrase just stayed inside of me, 
And every morning I was listening to that. What he's gonna do when I die? And that was like pure for me. That was pure for me because I knew that it was not only about my son, it was about others. And that, you know, and that that's like uh, my purpose in life, but it's the same thing with you, you know, all the people that are, uh, that are listening, there's a particular dream, there's a particular message that you need to bring to earth. Please do it. Don't, don't, you know, don't let the dream inside of you. You know, when you die, when you finish, you know, you, you know, your time in earth, you want to die empty, you know, because all your dreams, everything that was provided inside of you, everything is out, mm-hmm. everything is out, and you can die empty when, when I look at my son at the end of my life, I look at, you know, at my wife and my daughter, you know, I can, you know, I can tell you, you know, I did all that I can for you guys, you know, and I'm dying empty, you know, I brought everything, you know, I did everything that was inside of me, you know, and I can die, you know, in peace because I know that I fulfill my destiny. Yes. Um, as we're departing, do you want to give your website and yes. how people can get a hold of you? Yes, uh, my website is www.nutero.com. Also, you can find with my name, uh, www.davidribas, R-I-B-A-S.com. And yes, and also on Amazon, look for my book, Resilient Brain. Resilient Brain, now it's in uh, English, Spanish, and Italian. Oh, yeah. It has been a pleasure to be here. Thank you yes. very much. And remember, you know, that there is hope for families with autism. Yes. And there is hope for you. All right. God bless. Thanks for okay. spending this time with us. And we will connect again very soon. All right. Thank All you right. very much. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again for tuning in to The Soul Connection. We can be found at soulconnectionusa.com with our developing community. Please join us again every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until our next show, find new ways this week and every week to make your own Soul Connections.